Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wise Guys Sports Talk. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TheWiseGuysST. Like us, roast us, I don't really care. Make sure to smash that follow button because you're going to need to to do either one. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Uh, welcome back to Wise Guys Sports Talk. Uh, hope everybody's having a really good day. Um, Will, how are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. We got some fights this weekend, and uh, I'm excited about that. Some more NHL stuff coming along. So uh, nothing could be better in the sports world for Will. How's <laughs> <laughs> it? How are you doing? Doing good. Looking forward to seeing sports come back in the next month. So. That's all I can ask for. Casinos are finally open again, too. So. Sportsbook. DJ Nation back up, baby. Rob, how you doing today? Yo, I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad the NBA is coming back. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. He's excited. He finally has something to yeah, talk about. Yeah, I finally have something that I know about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I finally have something. But, you know, I'm chilling, you know, living, just doing my thing. Yeah, cool. Uh, I'm doing pretty good today. hope everybody's doing good. Um, like today, uh, today, like Rob said, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about the NBA's 22-team uh, propo- proposal. Um, we'll have the AFC South. And for a special treat, we have another wise guy of the week. Um, oh. And by the way, this is a this is a cynical, cynical term. It, it's actually when someone says something really stupid, just so everybody knows. Yeah, Paul Pierce Be- is our first Before one. we get into that, I forgot to mention I moved this week, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You want to remind the viewers that you won't be on the show? They don't give a fuck. Was <laughs> 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 um, missing the next week. Yeah, totally. Um, so, so for the wise guy of the week, we have Max Kellerman talking about the NHL, and here's what he said. Listen, I, I don't, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but in in the United States of America, no one really cares about hockey. You know, the old joke is every town has 20,000 hockey fans. They all have season tickets. So the arenas are always sold out, but the TV ratings don't do anything. So it's not one of the four major team sports. All right, Maxie Poo. That's a pretty ignorant statement, and (laughs) I know a lot about those, apparently. Um, Let's talk about no one cares about hockey in the U.S., uh, so the 3 million viewers that tune into the Stanley Cup Final, I get it's not as high as the NBA and the NFL, but they do compete with three other sports. Um, it's just ignorant. That's 3 million people tuning in, including packed, sold-out arenas every single night. Um, makes absolutely no sense. A pretty narrow-minded statement, if I may say so myself. What's the fourth, Max? What's the fourth? Like seriously, Boy. I know. You, like seriously, <laughs> like, is there only three main sports? Because there's nothing that tops hockey after baseball, football, and uh, basketball. I, I think, don't know. I think baseball's on the decline too. Yeah. I think hockey has an easy chance to take over baseball, well, at least in the U.S. Here's the thing: all the people who watch the MLB are old, and they're gonna die out before cor- and before coronavirus hit. The NHL's revenue was so high that the salary cap was projected to go up. Uh, anywhere between three and six million dollars this year, and that is excluding the new TV deal that's going to come into play next year, where the cap's going to go up even more. I mean, what are you, what is he talking about? If he showed up to a Golden Knights game and said something like that, he'd get ran real quick. Well, he said that <laughs> he said that all the people who go are season ticket holders, but that's not true. Um, I'm pretty sure that I don't have season tickets, but I, I enjoy going to hockey games. I love, I love, I love hockey how games. he said 20,000 people in the arena. The fight, it's 18,000, yeah. dummy. 
I went to my first game, what, last season, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. It was great. Yeah, we had Rob talk about it, uh, about his first game. Gazer, do you think? Gazer. Do you think? Do you think that nobody cares about hockey in the U.S., Rob? Uh, that's false. I'm sitting next to three people who love hockey. Uh, I don't know. My biggest problem with him is not only that statement, but, like, him saying it's not one of the four major team sports. Yeah. Like, I understand yeah. if you say the four major sports and you want to put boxing in there because you're a boxing guy. But that's still the, that's not even yeah, close but, to true either. But, like, MMA you, put, views, you so. put, like, you put it out of the top four major team sports, and I just wonder what the fourth one is then if it's not it's hockey. Not it can't be soccer. It cannot be soccer. <laughs> yeah, no one not. watches the MLS, I no promise Nobody you. watches the MLS. Maybe the the – However many people go to the MLS game for the Portland Timbers, which is like, what, five or 6,000? Yeah, maybe LA Galaxy me, and the New need, York Red Bulls. I need, but I need to Sacramento Republic. <laughs> I need to look this up now because but, I want to know how many people go to MLS games, honestly. I mean, we have a we have a team out here in uh, Vegas. Well, not MLS, I don't think. I, they're not MLS. But, I don't know what Dude, I snuck into a Sacramento Republic game. Oh, That's how easy it is to get into those things. Listen, so of the Major League Soccer – uh, the 31 match schedule on ESPN and ESPN2, an average audience of 246,000 viewers. Hey, I'd rather watch Cornhole. Up from, oh, <laughs> Johnsonville Cornhole is so Yeah, I'd rather watch Cornhole. Those guys are so good. Don't shit on Cornhole. I love watching Cornhole. <laughs> Cornhole's so much fun. But yeah, yeah um, curling's fun too. Don't fuck with curling. Curling is the best Olympic sport, and I don't care it's what anybody hockey, says. Fight me. Shit, I'd rather hockey, watch the X Games swimming. than a soccer game. I I would put swimming and track ahead of curling. No, but. no way. Track is not as entertaining. What? Uh, except, okay, the best sprinter in the world doesn't even isn't even for the United States. So, and they it probably never will be. No, <laughs> but think about yeah. it this way. I'll, I'll I'll give you swimming because the U.S. is Michael not Phelps, dominant, baby. but they're so competitive in it that they always have a good chance to win, especially in women's swimming. Uh, what was her name? Ledecky? Is that her name? I'm not. Uh, I'm not, I'm not I forgot sure. her name. Sorry. I, sorry, girl. I forgot your name. Um, but swimming, I'll give you. But curling is so much fun to watch. And I guarantee if you start, a random person starts watching curling, they're not going to change the channel. You, you get hooked to it. You, <laughs> you, really can't, you can't even stop watching it. There's some crazy, like that creepy, like guy who like lets go, <laughs> like staring at it all weird. At first, you wonder like what the hell's going on, and the next thing you know, you're like by the second <laughs> set or whatever, you're like really cheering on. What's yeah, going you're on. like, oh yeah, I learned all these rules about curling. Just I've <laughs> never watched it, so Dude, I okay. have, to, I have if, to give it a try. Give curling a try. It's it's very entertaining. Shout out to Mark Carroll. That's his favorite sport, I think. Oh god. <laughs> Is it really? Okay, I want to take it back. Oh, <laughs> thought Mark was a swimmer. <laughs> That too. I don't know. He loves it. His <laughs> he, Instagram, love he loves some weird. He did tell stuff. me that he loves curling. He probably also likes like handball or something. I was gonna say his Twitter Handball's name. Is, sick. His Twitter <laughs> or his Instagram name is Mark Swims for Days. I don't know how it's not <laughs> he, swimming. He was a swimmer. I don't know, but yeah. he loves himself some curling. I, that's all. <laughs> he I does. Know. I remember him loving. Curling. Props to him, man. Props uh, to him. Good lord. All right. Uh, so so end of the day, hockey major team sport, major sport, whatever you want to say, Maxi. Um, Quit calling him Maxi. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> Maxi Poo. He, 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 he pissed me off so bad. I'm gonna friggin'. That's so stupid. Like, what is he talking about? Stephen A. Smith's better. Ooh. I'm oh, definitely that, going with Stephen A. Smith. Oh, I'm going with Stephen A. too. Easy. I'm That's going, I'm without go question. Will Kane because he's got a pretty cool name. Because <laughs> <laughs> his name's Will. His name's Will. <laughs> he is pretty logical though. Sometimes it depends. Yeah. All right. Um, so thank you for that, Max. We appreciate it here at Wise Guy Sports Talk. 
Um, Dumbass. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get into the uh, the NBA 22 team proposal. Um, uh, I'm not too sure about the ins and the outs of all of it. Um, I do know that the 20 there's three teams uh, coming back from each conference. Um, wait, no, that's incorrect. Sorry. Five teams from the West and one team from the East. I that's that how back. bad the East is. Yeah, the East <laughs> sucks. They're basically anybody who's within, is it six games? Or yeah. Anybody within six games gets to come back, which, is uh, which was the New Orleans Pelicans, Portland Trailblazers, San Antonio Spurs, the Sacramento Kings, <laughs> and the Phoenix Suns uh, in the West. And in the We're East, awesome it's there. just the Washington Wizards. Um, the only team to vote against this proposal was Portland. It passed 29 to 1. Why would they vote no? Uh, well, probably because they're supporting Damian Lillard. Uh, Damian Lillard has spoken how he doesn't want to come back. Uh, and try to play in for something and have a regular season. He would rather it be like just like a tournament style, kind of like how the NHL did. But uh, so he was not a fan. So Portland was probably like, "Well, that's the most important guy in Portland, so let's support him." Makes sense. You gotta support your guy. Yeah. Well, well, it depends. Greg Popovich right. gets to keep his streak with the Spurs making it in. Ah, oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's an asterisk, but he keeps the streak. Oh, I don't know. Um, but anyways, so the ins and outs of how this works, because it's very confusing as far as I've looked at it so far. Um, do you know anything else about it, Rob? Uh, I, isn't it supposed to be like those teams that got in uh, play each other in like a single elimination or something, and then they play like the bottom eight and seven seeds in the conference? I don't really know how it goes. I, I would assume that's how it would be, but... Okay, so they're doing an eight-game regular season, uh, and a po- this is possible play-in tournament for the eighth seed. So if you finish eight and nine, you would then play in for the eighth seed is what I'm reading. Um, like we said, uh, if you're within six games of eighth place, then you made it. So those were the teams we went over. Um, the so play-in bad. tournament will include the number eight and number nine teams in a conference. If the ninth seed finishes the regular season within four games of the eighth seed, in that case, the number nine seed would need to beat the number eight seed twice to earn the playoff berth, while the number eight seed would need one win from the two potential games. Okay. This is why I don't watch the this NBA. This is so confusing. <laughs> so, so, Thank you, Adam Silver, no, for confusing I, us. I got it. So here's, here's basically what they're doing. They're going to play an eight-game regular season, which is basically just the playoffs before the playoffs because that's all it is. Like a tournament, right? Yeah, and then whoever is close, if there is a team that is within four games of the eight seed, there will be an eight-versus-nine playoff before or a little play-in, which would be uh, before the actual seeding of the playoffs happens. During that little two-team battle, the nine seed has to go 2-0, and oh, or the eight seed would just have to win one of the two games. That's basically what they're trying to do, which is honestly kind of stupid when you say it out it's loud. It, it sounds confusing, <laughs> I will say. Um, uh, Will's face says it all. What do you <laughs> think, <Yeah>. Will? <laughs> uh, I don't, that sent me for a little mind pretzel. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not the biggest NBA guy. You, you know this. but um, Hey, Rob. No, I w- no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I mean, kidding. I'll be tuning in. I just like... I think there's a way better, there's a better way of going about this. The way the NHL did it, I'm actually very impressed. Like, 
I think that's the most logical way. I, I wish they would just do a the best four teams from each conference already automatically is in. They play three games for seeding purposes, and then the other teams have to play in for those last four spots per conference, and then it's a regular playoff. Well, it's not regular because they're doing reseeding after each thing, aren't they doing? Uh, yeah, that's, well, that just came out today. Okay. But at the, you could go along the lines of something like that, but I, I don't even know what to think about it, to be honest. I, I think the <laughs> NHL definitely set the model of what the NBA should have done. It would have been so much easier. My I, thing is that I understand it because they didn't get to finish the regular season, and so they're trying to give these teams that are on the bubble a chance. But the teams that are on the bubble are just, they're not good. Like, the Washington Wizards only won 37.5% of their games. That's but, just god-awful. The Knicks but, only needed three more games to get in. But are so, you serious? But yeah. listen, so here's here's uh, here's the argument, I guess, for Washington. Uh, they played without John Wall this whole time, and he'll be able to come back. And is Brooklyn's already in the top eight, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. KD said he wouldn't so, play, though. Oh, he said he wouldn't play. Yeah, but I was every, gonna say if KD and Kyrie came back, I mean, like my, the Nets or the yeah, the Nets would be a top pick for winning. My counter to that though is like injuries happen. Everyone's dealing with injuries. Why? Yeah. I mean, Washington shouldn't get a pass because their best player was hurt. But um, I don't know. Like Rob, you were saying every team, every bubble team should have a chance, and that's like what the NHL did. But like at a certain point, it's like. Enough's enough, especially in the NBA when like it's very top heavy when it comes to standings. I mean, real realistically, each conference has like two legitimate threats. Well, in the West, like most of the top, I would say probably the top seven or top eight usually are all solid. Well, it's yeah, in the East the where East sucks. it's like the top two teams, and then everyone else is kind of like. Uh, I mean, the East had like six solid teams though this year. The first like six had pretty solid records. Six. I think the Sixers would have been the sixth seed. Oh, okay, I, uh, I guess, but uh, no. they finished at thirty nine and twenty six, and they're the sixth seed. That's pretty I give solid. three teams in the East legitimate shots. Okay, so they don't the have Celtics, legitimate shots. The Celtics, the Raptors, but... and the Bucks. Just just because of the Raptors uh, and their defensive fi- defensive efficiency this year is kind of mind boggling. Um, they lose Kawhi, but they're still they're still a good team. I don't think they have the firepower in the playoffs to win. But I would give them a chance because they play well. The Bucks are the deepest team in the NBA. Maybe you could argue the Clippers. I could see that. And then the Celtics have the young roster that is built to win. Um, they're always going to be competitive. And then the rest of the teams in the East, honestly, they're a yawn. They're not going to be – to me, they're no threat to, like, do anything serious in the playoffs. Everyone, If you want to argue the 76ers, okay, Ben Simmons doesn't shoot. Joel Embiid's a choke artist and a, likes to talk too much on Twitter, but do absolutely nothing when it matters. And then, I mean, oh, I don't even remember who else is on their team. I mean, they did take the Raptors seven Tobias games Harris, last season. But he didn't do anything. Uh, okay. He hasn't done anything this year. They got rid of Jimmy Butler. I know the Heat had a really good year. I'm just saying they don't have enough firepower to, like, compete with the top three. Yeah. Is what I would, what I would say To put in perspective on how bad, like, the East is, the Washington Wizards are gonna get, are gonna get in, right? The and they're the ninth seed in the in the East, and then in the West it's Portland nine, New Orleans ten, Sacramento eleven, San Antonio twelve, Phoenix thirteen, and they all have a better record than the Wizards at the ninth seed. How many people? How many people in the West who didn't get in have a better record than the Wizards? Nobody. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't but I there's didn't only know. two teams left in the West. Yeah, it'd be Minnesota, Minnesota, and Golden, State. and Golden State, and they're. Yeah. Worse than the Wizards, but I mean, 
the Wizards only want 37.5% of their games, while everyone else that got in in the West wants at least 40% of their games. That mm-hmm. just shows how bad the East is. Yeah, well, the Knicks got snubbed, but... The Knicks got <laughs> snubbed by three games. <laughs> the Knicks will never get snubbed. The Knicks will never be good in, in, in Until New York. James Dolan sells the team. Hey, he's a great hockey owner, though. I th- well, I, I, I didn't know he was a hockey owner. Yeah, he owns the Rangers. He owns too. part of the Rangers. Oh. But he doesn't make decisions for the Rangers. Yeah, he, he actually he, makes he decisions that's, for the that's Knicks. That's what makes it. Well, so this is. Oh, we're getting a little off topic, but I want to talk about this for a sec. I feel bad for Knicks fans because, like, basketball is James Dolan's love, and that's why he wants a say in what happens. And he just does everything wrong. And then he's got the Rangers where he hired a president who's actually very reputable and do, has done he built the blues from scratch and built the uh, blue jackets from scratch and basically do, um, he hired him and Dolan just throws money at the team and says yes do what you want the Maloofs do the same thing though they used to own the Kings and they were terrible basketball owners but now they're part owners of the Golden Knights and they just don't have any power, so they don't do shit. Yeah, well, they're not, like, the real owners of the Golden Yeah, Knights. No, I'm <laughs> saying they're, like, partial owners, though, but they're, like, they terrible get, owners for the they Kings. They got some skin in the game, but we know who the real owners yeah. are. Well, either way, um, either way, I think that uh, the Knicks will probably not be good because nobody wants to play there. Um, or Cleveland. If, Cleveland and the Knicks and, are two dumpster fires in the NBA. What sucks well, is New Cleveland has great. hope. You know, like, they have they have hope. From who? Colin From Sexton. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because I know without LeBron, they're, they've been completely terrible, but they have people who they can, they've drafted that, like, aren't bad and they don't plan on trading. Like, the Knicks finally get somebody who nobody knew about, which was Chris Babs, and then they trade him because of the owner-player relationship that they have with him. Imagine how tough it is to be a Knicks fan and have one, probably one of the freakiest dudes you're ever going to see 7-4 but can shoot and is, like, one of the best defenders in the NBA around the rim. Like, and then you just won't even talk to the guy when he wants to talk to you, so then he asks for a trade because he realizes how garbage you are. That sucks to be a Knicks fan. They didn't even get anybody my, good for him either. My, my friends do, like, I have a lot of Knicks fan friends that root for the Knicks, and they rip their hair out every <laughs> single offseason. Um, you can just be a Nets fan, Will. <laughs> no one would judge you. Well, think about so it. I like to root for the bottom of the barrel. That way, I, like, at some point, mm. I'll just be excited. Is that why you're a Mets fan and a Lions fan? I was going to say that way. Yeah, you're a Lions fan. So I could have picked between the Yankees and the Mets. I picked the Mets. I could pick between the Nets and the Knicks. I, I'm not a basketball guy, but I choose the Knicks. I'm a Lions fan. That just says it all. <laughs> I mean, the Giants are much better right now, but they've won two Super Bowls in our lifetime. I was going to say, I mean, I, being a being around Giant fans in 2007 and through 2012. 11, 12. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a hell of a time. So, I mean, they had fun for a while, and they, they'll get right back there. It's New York. They're a great market. Meanwhile, the Lions have never won a Super Bowl. <sighs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> When's the last time they won something? Like 1920? Um, <laughs> that was like 50-something. Yeah, 1957. Oh, okay. I, t- I apologize. Have they ever made a Super Bowl? No. No. Oh. You should educate the people on the curse. Let, oh, my God. <laughs> Get into <laughs> it. Get into it. Okay, we're a little off topic. <laughs> yeah, Forget yeah. it. Forget <laughs> it. Uh, you know what? Let's give the viewers what they want. Let's hear the curse of Bobby Lane. All right. So, Bobby Lane. I don't even remember this full story. I remember the Matthew Stafford tale of it. 
Um, but Bobby Lane was the quarterback for the Lions way back in the day. I 1920. 1920. Shit. Back in 1920. Um, he was a very good quarterback, and eventually he got traded, and he said the Lions will not win anything for – it was not all the way back in the 20s. It, it was in the, the 50s. It was, he was the drafted 50s. in 48. Because he said, you guys will, the Lions will not win anything for 50 more years. 50 years later, Matthew Stafford gets drafted number one overall after going 0-16. Noah, yeah, first lucky. team in history, one of only two teams in history, to go 0-16. Um, so Matthew Stafford gets drafted there. He's their hope. He grew up on the same street as Bobby Lane. Went to the same high school as Bobby Lane. And when Bo- Bobby Lane ended up going to Pittsburgh, so eventually, to break the curse, Matthew Stafford has to beat the Steelers. Still hasn't happened. And it happened on the 50th year. They were so close, but they didn't get there. I think we're cursed forever, but that's besides the point. No one here cares about the Lions, but there's a little insight into my pain I deal with every single year. Bobby Lane won the Lions three NFL championships from 1950 to 1958. There you go. We, we haven't won anything since 1958. We won one playoff game since 1993. Pretty bad. And the refs are against them. The refs are against them. Like, it's really the refs against the Lions. But. Uh, <laughs> no one's ever seen it. Just look it up. It is the funniest thing in the world. It's just like a compli- The Raiders have some bad ones, too, though. Yeah. Does anybody want to say their favorite Will uh, Lions moment when they watch the game with him? Because I have plenty. Oh, uh, I've never watched the, a game with Will. When he smashed the oh, pumpkin right. in the backyard. I, imagine, <laughs> I can imagine the one game that I think about the Lions getting screwed over the most is either the Calvin Johnson catch where oh, they said that was it, bad too. or they said uh, Golden Tate was short. That's and that's the one. Right okay. Yeah, All right, so here's, here's some insight. Okay. So uh, our producer, Mark, he's in Mark's corner right now. Um, Shout me, out him, and Will are all – we're all watching uh, – is it Monday Night Football? It was, a, it was a Monday night game. Monday night game when uh, the Packers do some weird – they're down uh, by – I can't remember the score. They were they needed a touchdown to win. They were like 70, 80 yards away. Aaron Rodgers throws a pass. They do a little lateral. They throw it 50 yards back to Aaron Rodgers for some weird reason. He gets tackled by his quote-unquote face mask, which wasn't a face mask If when they show the replay. His helmet just turned because he wears a one single thing chin strap. Um, so then they get another play. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> rolls out. free play from the 50. Touchdown, yeah, Richard they get a Rogers. free play from the 50. Uh, he rolls out to the left, throws a bomb, catches for a touchdown, and they win in a walk-off to beat the Lions. <laughs> yeah, Richard, the game Richard Rodgers out. caught that. That's, that's, Mark's, that's probably Mark's favorite uh, <laughs> moment of watching sports with Will. Um, my favorite was personally the Atlanta Falcons game where Golden Tate was short. Of the goal line. That was a correct call, but they didn't have any timeouts left, and there was eight eight seconds, and they were at home, and they just said, by rule, the game is over. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, no. They they ruled it a touchdown, which basically won us the game. But they had to review the touchdown. But they had to review the touchdown because all scoring plays are reviewed. So then what happens? They come out and do the vote. (laughs) Do the (laughs) vote. By rule. By rule. (laughs) Oh man, mine was definitely by rule. There must be a ten-second runoff, and the game is over. <laughs> mine was definitely 2017. 
2017 when we had just had the pumpkin carving and Will was in the backyard throwing pumpkins at they lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there's a couple. Uh, of course, over this last year, we had Trey Flowers with two phantom calls to get the Packers a field goal with notes. We lived with them, too. Uh, my, I watched my stepdad is a, is a Bears fan, so uh, I watched the Calvin Johnson no-catch rule happen when I was, like, 11. And even then, I was like, that's a catch. <laughs> but apparently, they changed the entire rule book for that, even though it never existed yeah, it's before. Yeah, Calvin Johnson rule. Oh, man, that was the dumbest thing ever. Um, oh, how was, about the Seahawks? Oh, oh God. Then there was there was the – by the way, Will, that wasn't pass interference in the playoff game. It wasn't pass interference. That was pass interference. <laughs> so you, we have Will getting – so the Cowboys playoff game where he basically didn't – he face guarded him, it hit him, he ran into him, they threw a flag. They Des <laughs> Bryant the Des <laughs> spotted the ball. Des Bryant ran on the field without his helmet, which is a penalty. Then they they didn't give Des Bryant a penalty. They picked up the flag and said there was no pass interference, and then the Lions had to punt. <laughs> Is it, I don't know. There's so many. Was this Dak Prescott or Tony Romo? This was Tony Romo. Dude, that was his only playoff win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was his only. Tony Ono's only playoff win. Guess the line. All right. I don't want to bore the. Yeah. The the uh, this. I think this is entertaining. This is great for us. This is terrible I, for I, you. I. I don't. Well. I'm miserable. I'm sure the audience is. <laughs> no. I feel like they love it. You know what's funny? I don't even know how we went from. The NBA to NFL and the, well, specifically the Lions. I don't know how. I don't even know. Well, we, the, the, this is what happens when nothing's going on in the sports world. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's so much. It's too easy though. All right. Um, let's uh, let's go ahead and get into the AFC South uh, predictions. Um, I don't think it'll be that controversial. I think everybody's going to be right around the mark. Um, so, all right, let's get into it. Uh, let's go ahead and do in Indianapolis first. Um, I forgot to do the signature. Oh, we're going to go ahead and get into the AFC South. Um, all odds are provided by William Hill. Sponsor, Sponsor us. Um, <laughs> uh, we have uh, Indianapolis first. They're going to be at nine wins total this year. That's what their current odds are at. Uh, we're going to start today with me. Fuck you guys. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're only going to start with me because mine's not controversial. I got them doing a freaking push. Uh, I'm going nine and seven. Um, by the way, I do all of the games before I look at the over-under, so this isn't biased at all. I just have a straight-up push. I know that that's really lame, but it is what it is. Will, what do you have? Well, if you're lame, I'm lame because I have them going nine and seven <laughs> as well. Dead push. Um, I think they'll be... Uh, better than last year, but again, I just I don't know. They, their schedule gets rocky in some places. I really am excited to see Philip Rivers on this football team, though. And I'm really big fan of Michael Pittman Jr. because his girlfriend is a fucking rocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of this okay. wide receiver because I think his girlfriend's attractive. Look Gr her up, bro. <laughs> they have like a YouTube channel together, and I'm like. <laughs> Jesus. I subscribed. <laughs> Great to know. Rob, what do you have? Uh, so, no controversial. Uh, maybe a little controversial. I have them going under at 8 and 8. Not that controversial. I think they'll, uh, yeah, I think they'll be a 500 club. They do get Phillip Rivers, but I don't think Phillip Rivers is all that good at this point in his career. 
Um, you did mention Michael Pittman. That gives him some help with Ty not only being or not only being the only receiver that he can and throw to. Zach Pascal comes back too. He had a promising year. Jack Doyle's good. Well, we'll see. Um, you know they get Jonathan Taylor on offense too, so it'll be a one-two punch in the backfield. Their defense is solid, but I, think I only give them eight wins. I, I, see them I love their O line. Though. Yeah, yeah so the, the best part of that team is their offensive line. I think that they're better than the Cowboys' offensive line, top to bottom now. So I would give them the best offensive line of football. Quentin uh, Nelson is a monster. He was definitely worth a top five pick. Yeah. I would fucking I would have taken him number one overall. <laughs> They definitely got to steal him. Where'd he go, 13? Four or five. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 they bashed him for drafting him that high, and I think that they were right. (laughs) Why did I think? He'll be be like a Joe Thomas all-pro, Pro Pro Bowl 13-time kind of guy. Isaac, uh, what do you have for Indianapolis? So I also have a big fat push at 9-7. and This is a team with potential, though. They were 5-2 and last season before Jacoby Brissett got hurt. Um, They had... But you told me that Philip Rivers is worse than Jacoby Brissett. So uh, let me get into this. I think that eventually Jacoby Brissett could be taking over for Philip Rivers because wow. I'm just not a Philip Rivers fan. I, he played not very good last season, and he has two number one receivers on the Chargers. So Mike Williams is not a number one receiver. I'm sorry. Mm, one of the best receiver combos in football. I, I could think of five off the top. They were of my put head in the top five on Bleacher Report when me and that's, Rob did ours. Hey, that's Bleacher but Report. But still, still, <laughs> it's a very good wide receiver combo, though. Nonetheless, I don't look not at Mike five. Williams. Being but I think he has weapons. I mean, Hunter Henry wasn't really yeah. there last year, but because he was hurt but and this will also mean not I'm not defending Philip Rivers trust me the guy could throw the ball maybe 30 yards but, yeah like I said I could see Jacoby Brissett taking over but they did good in the draft first round pick was essentially DeForest Buckner because they traded away their first round pick for DeForest Monster. Buckner and then they got Jonathan got Taylor and they got um Michael they Pittman. got Michael Pittman so I can Junior. see this being a good team no, yeah, they, uh, you bring up some good points. I just don't see the Philip Rivers, Jacoby Brissett thing. You don't pay a guy twenty six million dollars to put him on the bench. I don't know. We'll see if how he's good healthy. He he'll play. If he's healthy, he'll play. I mean, he, he's he's played unhealthy before too, but we'll see what he has left in the tank. Though I just, if last season happens again this season, I think I don't see him staying on the field for too long. For sure. For sure. All right. I'm just pulling up his girlfriend for you guys real quick. Damn. <laughs> Will, wow. you being thirsty today. <laughs> well, <laughs> save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's move on to the Houston Texans. Um, their over-under currently sits at seven and a half wins. Uh, we'll start with Will on this one. What do you got? All right. So what was their over-under? Sorry. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. They're going over. Um, This is crazy, though. The beginning of their schedule at KC. The hardest beginning of the schedule. Versus Baltimore at Pittsburgh. And then they get Minnesota, too. So I actually have them. Yeah, but I don't look at Minnesota. Well, like no, I'm just game. saying it's not an easy game. Um, It's not easy, but I give them the win there. I have them starting the season 0-3, but I have them going over at 9-7. and um, Although they got rid of their best wide receiver, probably the second best wide receiver in the game, uh, they did get Brandon Cooks. I think they ha- they're deep at receiver for sure. And Deshaun Watson's a stud. He and he's he basically I think he's capable of doing a lot on his own. Their sk- schedule's favorable. This division's gonna eat each other alive. I mean they're gonna split Absolutely. everywhere. So um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do. I think they're one of the more unpredictable teams in the NFL. They lost. Uh, um, reader on that defensive line, so their defense took a bit of a hit. 
But I don't know. They they play in a division where I mean everyone's just gonna take care of each other. So yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, Rob, what do you have? Uh, so like Will mentioned, the beginning of their schedule is probably the hardest one. The first four, I have them going. I have them starting one and three, just like Will does, and I have them going over at nine and seven. Um, he mentioned he hit all the points. You know, <laughs> they get rid of D Hop, which uh, doesn't make sense to me, but at least they bring in Brandon Cooks. But Brandon Cooks has a hard time staying healthy, so uh, we'll have to see what that what happens with that. Um, but Deshaun Watson, to me, is a top five quarterback in the league, and I think he can do a lot of things on his own. Their defense isn't very good, but their division isn't very good, so I'm not concerned about it, and I have him going 9-7. Yeah, uh, I think we could all agree. Well, maybe not all of us, but I'm going to go ahead and say worst trade of the offseason yeah. by far, not even close. You got David Johnson and, what, like a second-round pick? Yeah, a second-round pick. Yeah, yeah, they didn't get a first out of they it. They couldn't get a first, no. Yeah, that, that's very question. It's Something must have been going on there in the locker room or something. It's Bill O'Brien. Yeah, he's a problem. <laughs> 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 All right, Isaac, what do you got for so, the Houston Texans? I also got him going over at 9-7. and seven. Um, Like you guys mentioned, Deshaun, or, uh, they traded uh, DeAndre Hopkins for a bag of chips and a soda. <laughs> so that was the worst trade I've probably ever seen in my life. Not ever, but of this offseason, yeah. uh, 100%. But that was bad, but Deshaun Watson is a magician and will get him some wins. I don't see him top five, but I see him in the top seven to ten range for sure. Um, but, yeah, I think he wills them to some wins. They do start out rough. I have them starting out two and five, but their schedule does get easier from there. So, nine and seven. Uh, so, I also have them over, but I have one less win. I have them going eight and eight. Um, have them losing the first four. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. They start out 0-4 and, and have them 8-8. Eight and eight. That's probably, yeah, it's just one game difference. Um, I do have a sweep of Jacksonville, a split with Tennessee, and a split with Indy, I believe. Yeah, split with Indy, split with Tennessee, and a sweep over Jacksonville. Sorry, Jaguars fans. Jaguars. Uh, um, so there's there's – winnable games after their bye week and that's where they're going to have to do all of their work. Uh, they're going to have to be a second half team. If they can find a way to to win at Pittsburgh and against Minnesota and start 2 and 2, I think that they'll they'll be in the 10 and 6 range, yeah. but I see that being a really tough road. Uh they start Thursday night with Thursday night football to the kickoff game at Kansas City. You know that Kansas City is probably going to be favored in every single game they play. Um Patrick Mahomes and that offense is just too too much for the league right now. And their defense is improving on top of that. Yeah. They yeah. 21 of 22 starters came back. Yeah. So that's and then And then we got – but the, after the bye week, they play at Jacksonville. They play at Cleveland, which I actually have a loss. But then they get to play New England. They play at Detroit, which isn't a cakewalk. I'm not going to disrespect the Lions today. It's not a cakewalk, but I still think that they can get a win there. Uh, they get to play Indy at home. I think Chicago will have put it throw in the towel at this point, so I give them a win at Chicago. <laughs> Uh, I have a close win against Cincinnati, not a blowout, uh, but I think they do lose last week of the season at Tennessee, or at home against Tennessee, and that might be everything. Yeah, controversial right there, I know. You know, everyone wants to take the home team, and I think Tennessee's built better than Houston right now, but I do think that Houston has the magical quarterback, so that's what it, it is what it is. You know, it's funny, I have them losing that game, too. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I have Tennessee. I don't know, it's just, I, it, the Tennessee finds a way at the that, end. That's got the potential to be for the division. No. It does, yeah. but I think that what, what, what actually, we'll, we'll get into it, but okay, so let's go ahead and talk about Tennessee, because they're next. Um, 
Uh, they're at eight and a half wins. Uh, I'm gonna kick this one off real quick. Eight and a half wins. I have them going under at eight and eight, and I have them spoiling the Texans getting into the playoffs, putting them both at eight and eight, and giving the freaking Indianapolis Colts the division by way of the default, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's basically how I have it. Um, I think they're gonna lose Week One at Denver on Monday Night Football. I think Denver will be the most improved team of the year. We'll get it. We'll get there when we get there. But um, I think Denver has a lot of potential. Uh, what what's the where's the tough? I actually I'm starting out okay. I think I'm going three and three into their bye week. Um, but then they have to play a tough little stretch of at Baltimore at Indy, and I do I have There's Tennessee. One of them too. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about this little three game stretch uh, at Baltimore at Indy, and then I do have them losing at home to Cleveland. Um, that's just that that's just how the cookie crumbled for me. So yeah, I have them going under at eight and eight. Uh, Isaac, what do you have? Uh, so I gave them ten and six. Uh, to win the division. Uh, like I said, <laughs> Derrick Henry was the best pure rusher in football last oh year. Oh, my 1500 God. 1,546 yards. All right. What, it, what, did what are they 1,286 after, after contact. So he's a freaking hog. I have a question for you real quick. Yeah. What is going to happen when teams realize that they're just going to stack the box and then Tan- Tannehill's going to have to beat them? I mean, Ryan Tannehill also threw 10:51 to A.J. Brown, who only started 11 games. He proved to be a stud. Their defense was top 12 last year, and their only loss really was Jarrell Casey, okay. who had the worst year of his career. So, so. their O-line has taken a, bit, a little bit. Okay, I'll get let, to let, my, yeah. let him Let him say what he has to say, and we my, can ask some questions after. My apologies. But, yeah, I did give him splits in the division to, with pretty much everyone, except the Jags, obviously, but... I mean, I, I could see them. I gave them a win against Cleveland, too, which is probably why I have them going over. One of the reasons why I have them going under, over and Mario has them going under. But we'll see what happens. Okay. If anybody wants to ask him a question about what he said, now would be the time. So Derrick Henry is going to have to face two facts. One, his offensive line is not going to be as good. Two, he, the box is going to be stacked. They know he's coming. Um. And then Tannehill and A.J. Brown are going to have to beat him. I have a problem believing, believing... I mean, he's getting Delaney Walker back, too. I have a hard time believing in Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he he did... Well, he played really good, though, coming in as a starter. So, when he started, they won. So, that's just and the way I look at it. But, you, but it's small sample size. I mean, teams are going to watch the tape. I mean... Here's here's why I disagree that you keep saying you keep saying Derrick Henry's the best running back. He's the best pure, pure rusher, rusher, whatever the hell that means. You also hold a lot of weight in running backs for some reason. <laughs> I, I mean, don't I know what that means. A difference maker. Why is why is Ezekiel Elliott not the best pure rusher in football? Because he didn't even come within 300 yards of Derrick Henry last season. Oh my. Okay, I'm not talking. You you said pure rusher. You open yourself up yeah. for actual rushing. Okay. Did you know that Derrick Henry? Had games. This, I'll break down his yardage by game. You'll see how skewed he goes 84, 82, 44, 100, first 100 yard, good job, 78, 28, 90, 75, 63. He had a five game stretch where he tore it up, and that's how he won the rushing title. He's not the best pure I mean, part rusher. Part of it was Ryan Tannehill coming in and taking over, too. Oh, that's when he started kill- playing better. You're kidding me. That's when he started playing better. Ryan Tannehill did not come in after week, on week 12. He came in, what, week. Week nine, right? No, oh, I don't know. In? I don't know when he came in. Either way, then Derrick Henry played good. After was it week ten? He started one eighty eight. Great game. Week twelve, 
159, great game. Week 13, 149. Week 14, 103, still a good game. Week 15, 86, and then he had a monster 17 at 211. He I mean, also, he's also averaging, like, like look at this, 32 carries, 26 carries. I mean, there's somewhere he doesn't have that many, but, like, he has over 20 carries per game. Yeah, when they hand the ball off to him, they win. Yeah, but, like, there's other rushers that don't have to, like... We've, we've asked you this before. Carries. We'll ask you again. Are Who... Are you taking Saquon Barkley or Derrick I didn't Henry? say he was the best. Okay, I said he was the best running back. That was wrong. I said he was the best pure rusher, though. He had the best rushing season. He had 1,268 1, yards after contact last season. All right. That's more than Ezekiel Elliott had. Do you okay. think he, Why does after contact matter versus... Because he's uh, a hog. Do you think he leads... He's even top five in the league in rushing this year? Because I'm going to put... My, I'm just not going to put money on it. But I'm going to say there's he doesn't even come close to top five. I think he's top five. How um, about this? Is he the best? Who? How many running backs can you name that you would take over Derrick Henry on your team? Uh, right now I would take Christian McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley. No one else? Not that I could think of. Do you want to take... Um, Nick Chubb. I would take, I would Nick, take Chubb. Nick Chubb, but would you want to take Le'Veon Bell? Because you love Le'Veon Bell. No, that's the way Le'Veon Bell played last season. Okay, so you're gonna give so Derrick Henry's your fourth best running back. Yeah, but he's your best pure rusher. Yeah, he was definitely the best pure rusher last I season. I just I've never heard that term, and I don't think that I ever will hear it ever again. <laughs> I don't know, man. I understand what you're saying by yeah, he did he did really good in the last five, six weeks of the season and went on a tear and it went into the playoffs. That's the same thing as the Washington Nationals getting hot after the All-Star break and winning the World Series, basically. If that's what you want to equate it to. But would you say that the Nationals are the best team in baseball? What about Dalvin Cook? No, too many injury issues in the past. Derrick Henry has injury problems. I'd take Dalvin Cook. Um, This is not disrespectful to Derrick Henry either, though. I I do like Roll Tide. Um, I do love... Boo-boo Henry, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I I do love me some Derrick Henry because he's so big and strong and fast, but I think that there's better running backs who are more versatile, who do more things, and who I would rather take on my team. Uh, so um, would you would you say that Washington Nationals are the best team in the major league base in major league baseball? No, but they have a World Series title. Okay, but the, so that's what I'm. That's my point is that you. Why would you call him the best pure rusher or best running back or whatever you want to throw in there when you could say you could argue top five? Okay, no one's gonna sit here and put you on a put you on the stake for saying he's top five, but. When you say that he's the best, there's going to be, like... I mean, I just... When I saw his yards after contact, that's when I was just really baffled. And, like, the next person, like, didn't come within 200 yards of him rushing last season. But you're holding a lot of weight in eight games. Like, it's not like Not even eight. Six. It's not even like he's done this in the past. Like, he... He was a 1,000-yard rusher two years in a row. But that... And the first season he was in in the league, he wasn't... He was the backup. 1,000-yard rusher, I mean, that's... If, if you rush for like a thousand ninety five, no one's like, "Wow, he me, had a great year." To me, you did your job if you're about at a thousand. And that's why the Lions have never had one. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but and then I don't know. But this is Barry just Hens. like you hold a lot of weight. Like you are so high on the Titans because of Derrick Henry. I mean, I said weird. their defense also was a top their, twelve defense. Their defense last season, is solid, and they only I'm lost Jarrell Casey, who's aging and didn't have that great of a year. Well, yeah, no, so I, I drew up they have a lot like, of returning pieces. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that what. I'm not trying to say you can have whatever prediction you want. 
I'm talking specifically about Derrick Henry being the best pure rusher, as you put it. I also hate Derrick Henry because, like, he was my fantasy running back last year. I traded and him I to traded Will. him week eight. And then he... I was did. so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking mad. All right, all right. Uh, let's, let's move on to... Who, well, let's see what everyone else has. Uh, we can't, we can't uh, burn Isaac here and not see what everybody else has. Will, what do you have? All right, so I got them going under at seven and nine. Ooh. I don't believe in this team. <laughs> I like their coach and I like their defense, but offensively they have nothing. I mean, Derrick Henry, sure. Their offensive lines could be a little bit worse. Adrian Brown was a stud rookie. Okay. I they have a Hey, hey, they have let, an, sorry, sorry. Let they him, have let him make his points. They have a number one wide receiver who again he only really had like a couple of huge games towards the end of the year. Ryan Tannehill, he's gonna get figured out. I, realistically, like he, there's a reason he is not a solidified starter. He got this big contract. That's gonna be a mistake. Um, and they lose Jack Conklin on the offensive line, and that's gonna affect Derrick Henry more than you think. And uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't believe in this team. I just don't. I and it sucks because I love Mike Vrabel, but their schedule is not the easiest. And to. And they, they start the season really slowly. And they they have some soft games they could take advantage of in the beginning-ish. Actually, not too many easy games, but they're going to get rolled, I think, in the beginning of the season. And they always start the season behind the eight ball, and they just won't be able to catch up. Uh, I will defend them on everybody says that every year, and then they go 9-7 and seven and make the playoffs somehow, which is crazy. But that neither here nor there that's this year baby they're going eight and eight all right rob what do you have well speaking of them going on in seven i have them going on in seven oh and come on. they will win the division because as you mentioned that final game against the texans that's what will get them into the playoffs they'll oh, beat the texans no. on the road um i love the coach like will said mike Vrabel was a great coach the defense is solid derrick henry i think is a top seven six back to me personally um, Ryan Tannehill is not very good, uh, but he does have some help at the receiver position with A.J. Brown, who's a stud, and Corey Davis. I mean, we still it's, – it's still out for him, but he's still a solid receiver in my opinion. He's like a – he's a Kmart uh, Mike Williams. Uh, Kmart uh, – Kmart's cheap. Uh, I, guess. <laughs> I like, uh, I, I like Adam Humphreys more. Yeah, Adam Humphreys is nice. Wait, he's not – is he there still? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. And Delaney Walker comes back, but he's Delaney injury Walker's prone. Delaney Walker's 36, bro. And he's old, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm putting a lot of faith in the defense, honestly, and them just being able to control the clock. You forgetting about my boy John New Smith. Yeah, he all right. Okay, he's just fast. He plays tight end, but he's really fast. Yeah, he had a couple good. good fantasy games last year where I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I, I, as far as fantasy goes, I hate the Titans, man. <laughs> Derrick Henry. <laughs> I made a trade with Rob in the beginning of the year to get Derrick Henry, and I traded the him. best oh, trade yeah. of By the, the year. Way, I will make the him. worst trade of all time. Of all time, and Will's the reason I got second place in that league. Yeah, I handed Rob my team. Yeah, he <laughs> gave him. He gave him like five starters for like two starters and two backups for depth purposes because his team was so bad. Had my he kept team, his my team, was bad. Had had you kept your team, you probably would have won the league. I know because I gave up on Derrick Henry. <laughs> Yeah, I think he gave me like Alvin Kamara and like a number one receiver for and some other players too. For I gave you Adam Thielen. He gave you a starting Alvin tight Kamara. end. I forget who the tight end was in that. He gave trade. me Hawkinson, I think, too. 
No, no, I gave him. Hot, I think I got a tight end in return, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What and then did. I gave you Tyreek Hill and Derrick Henry. I remember I gave you Tyreek Hill because I was like, I have to trade him because he's not playing, and you were like, I'll get him. Whatever it was, you traded. He got him back or something. <laughs> and then, I, but then I got Derrick Henry in the deal. But then I traded Derrick Henry around week eight, right before he exploded. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> I, I mean, the only reason I even placed in that league was because. Everyone I always played for some reason just had the lowest point total. Yeah, it, that, that was fun. It's not. It's not like I score a hundred points, ten out of twelve weeks and lose like eight of them. It was annoying. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> neither a here nor there. Yeah, me. just wait. Wait till fantasy football comes around this year. But uh, yeah, <laughs> nine and seven, win the division because of the coach and the defense and just being able to manage the clock. In my opinion. Uh, all right. That I mean, if that does happen, I see them winning the division. I just. I don't think Derrick Henry is going to explode like he did last year, and I I think they'll have someone else playing quarterback by week five. Good job. I think Tannehill's going to get hurt is what I'm saying, like he always does. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the, the last team on the Fuck, dock. I forgot about that. You know, you, yeah, so did everybody. Uh, nobody's going to forget about them at the end of the year when they're picking number one overall. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, their over-under total currently sits at four and a half wins. Um, you know what? I never get to start, so I'm going to keep starting. I like starting. Yeah. All right, Jacksonville, four and a half wins. Uh, this is a big fat under. Uh, <laughs> you might be saying to yourself, wow, four and a half wins, that's really low. I'll bet the over. Don't. Three and 13 as their ceiling. <laughs> we have to We have to go in and like be like, oh, they could probably upset this guy and hope that they do it. That's basically where we're at right now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I love you, Gardner Minshew, Uncle Rico. Respect the stash. But the rest of the team is the issue. He's going to have no one to throw okay. the ball to. They're Gardner gonna get... is a backup. <laughs> okay. The only thing you can respect, respect about the stash. stash is his stash alone. You can't respect his game. His game is garbage. Hey, <laughs> look, look. He sometimes has good games. He won like three games in the early going on last year. Neither here nor there. He's worse than um, Mitchie Tribbs. Okay, that's fine. You can say whatever you want. Mark couldn't um, believe that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, three and thirteen on the under. And again, I had to like basically force a win. Be like, wow, they might really upset this team. Um, at at the Lions' expense. Sorry, Will. Go ahead. Will, what do you have for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I have them going under as well at 3-13. and 13. <laughs> And to put this, to be honest, I think they're going to go 1-15. and 15. <laughs> That's what I thought. But I said, all right, maybe, maybe they have a chance at beating Tennessee once in Jacksonville, and that's probably not likely. I'll have them beating Indy once. And I have them possibly beating Miami. Miami's a better team. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I have them possibly beating Chicago. I don't even think that's going to happen either. Like, realistically... No, that's when Chicago Chicago gave up on the season because of Mitchie Tripps. Yeah, Chicago's the win. I'm going to be honest. If I could could get any kind of plus money on them not winning a game this year, (laughs) I'd probably take it. It's going to be like... They will. They'll they'll put the odd up, like, plus two... Plus 1,500. And and I don't know for sure if they're going to lose, like, two big pieces of that team. Two of, like, the only pieces. But Yannick and... Gakwe is so unhappy there. He's literally <laughs> having like fights with the owner 
on Twitter. And then Leonard Fournette wants, there's, where there's smoke, there's usually fire. And there's a lot of rumors that Fournette's on the trade block, but there's not much interest in him. I don't know why. I would give up, like, a late-round Injury play history. Yeah, but if you if you give up, like, a fifth to take a flyer on him. I don't think they give him up for a fifth, though. What? I don't think they give him up for a fifth. I th- I don't know. I don't even think I think Jackson- you got to give him at least a third. It doesn't even sound like Jacksonville wants them at all, wants him at all, so. Yeah. But who knows? I This team's got problems up and down this roster. Um, management's kind of an issue and yeah they, they'll be lucky to win a game <laughs> Rob what do you have for the Jacksonville Jaguars so uh, no surprise I have them going under but I have them winning one less game than Mario <laughs> Will going 2-14 at first, I had them going 0-16, but I was like, it's probably unrealistic, so I have to find them <laughs> who, some wins. Who, who so, are they going to be? Tell, so I have them us. winning against Indianapolis, like Mario said. Was it week one? Yeah. That's what I got. Starting I have them winning 1-0. Yeah, 1-0. Some hope and then just... And then just go downhill, I guess. Oh, actually, I have them starting 2-1 and because I have them beating Miami, too. So wow. they start two and one, and then they just turn <laughs> into a complete shit show. They pull a Lions and just lose every. They just other lose game every other game. game. Like Will said, I their management is a problem. They trading away all their best players because they don't want to play there, and you know, respect the stash because of his stash, but he he's just <laughs> not good. I don't think uh, Fournette, if he comes back, he has injury problems all the time. There's no weapons to throw the ball to. They traded Jalen Ramsey last year and now A.J. Bouye, so they have no secondary. <laughs> uh, they have no talent anywhere. I'm going to be honest. The thing is, like, they have receivers, just no top-end receivers. They have DJ Chark, D.D. Westbrook, and it seems like one of them steps up every week. Yeah, that's but, the guy you need to pick up on the waiver wire. <laughs> yeah, well, Westbrook yeah. is always on the waiver wire. <laughs> he's always a guy you get for one week, and he's like, man, maybe I could start him this week. He's shits the bed and you drop him. <laughs> and then he does good next week. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Isaac, what do you have for the Jaguars? Uh, like Rob, I also had to force him two wins. That was not easy. <laughs> um, I think I gave him a win against uh, Cincy and then just to be mean, the Chargers. I know they don't have an I don't think so either, but... I know they don't have an actual home field, but they're on the road, if you could call so, it that. Duval. That was just to be mean, because they're probably going to go 2-14, and 14, and I was just trying to figure out where it's going to be. Yeah, you know what? We don't know who they're going to beat, but they're going to beat yeah. somebody. So, <laughs> their best chance at a win is probably, like, so Miami, you know what? Cincy or Miami. You know what? Like, All I ask of them is to treat Trevor Lawrence well. <laughs> yeah, because they you know, be uh, You know what? Sure. I, I hope that the NFL adopts a rule change where there's the lottery and they get the second overall pick so they don't get them. Don't do that to Trevor Lawrence. He has no, They have no offensive line. They all the defensive players left. The management <laughs> yeah, sucks. They have, they have Yannick, and that's it. They lost everybody well, on that they, defense. They don't have Yannick. Oh, they got my, they have Miles Jack. That's it. That's t- Telvin Smith's getting older. <laughs> Telvin yeah, Smith Deshaun got, Gibson's gone. Barry Telvin Church Smith retired. Did he trouble? retire? Oh, well, he took last year off, and then he's, like, charged with, uh, like, un- uh, well, with, like, pedophilia or yeah, something. Oh, like a 17 year old girl come something. on Telvin yeah. Telvin's done yeah, come on over. Telvin <laughs> I mean innocent right, well. until proven guilty but it's not looking too hot for him right come now come on yeah man. not at all well it is what he's a dumbass <laughs> it's plain and simple well yeah uh, I don't know that's my first overall pick team will be the Jacksonville Jaguars what I think we can guys? all agree yeah, yeah I uh, yeah, either, I wanted to, to me, make them go 0 and 16. To I me, really wanted to. To me, it's either them or Washington picking first. So we'll see. Can I have Washington going 3 and 13? Well, I think I gave 
watched in three of them too. Well, I I haven't both gone three and three. I know Sin- or maybe I've watched it in four. And I remember I struggling finding wins for Cincy though too. Like as much as I think they're gonna be a little better, I their schedule was brutal. Yeah, it is, but I don't know like five and eleven. You know what's funny? I don't think Jacksonville will be favored in any of the games they play this year. So their two wins that I'm winning are upsets, which is pretty hilarious. They could probably be favorites against Cincy. That's probably no are they at Cincinnati? No, they give them three points. Since he'll be a minus one favorite, guaranteed. Yeah, that or a yeah. pick them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're not gonna be favorite. They're at home against Miami in week three, so they might get like a minus that's one and a half. I think that's a pick them too. Well, I'm just saying what the what the what if I was running the book, what I right, right. I'm not saying I think like that's right. I'm just saying what they'll probably put out. Huh. Um, yeah. It's a tough division, though. Uh, yeah, not it's, really. It's just like, it's, just uh, there's three decent teams like and a, one shit it's team. It's a, it's an uninteresting division to me. It's honestly. very uninteresting. Like yeah. I, I kind of yawn. On I it. really do want to see what Houston does because I think. Well, I feel bad for Deshaun Watson, but yeah. Deshaun you know, Watson. Yeah, I feel bad. Yeah, for he's him a too. magician. He's the only thing that keeps that franchise. Relevant. They trade away his well, best receiver, Watt, and they said, "Here you go. We gave you yeah. injury prone Brandon Cooks. Crumbles <laughs> like fucking chips." JJ Watt and Deshaun need to get out of there. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Um, yeah, uh, I think that I think that's the show for today. Uh, does everybody wanna everybody wanna give their little words of wisdom? <laughs> um, spread positivity. Um, I should probably take my own advice sometimes because I can't help myself but to argue with people on Twitter. But there's only two fools in arguing on Twitter. Remember that. Um, <laughs> And I uh, can't wait for UFC 250 this weekend. And then I will catch you guys when I'm in New York. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah, beautiful words of wisdom. Will. Thanks, bud. Isaac, what are your words of wisdom? All right, first to Will. It's been fun working with you in here. Uh, I'll you never know, see you Over the past again. three years, you've become one of my best friends. So sad to see you leave. But, um, yeah, just be kind to people is all I can say. Get through this together. And the casinos are finally open again, so fuck yeah. Rob, words of wisdom? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll miss you, Will. Uh, it was fun working with you, buddy. Uh, I'm glad I got to know you a little more doing this and getting closer to, uh, to each other. Um, I'm sure you'll kill it in New York, as you always do. And, yeah, stay positive, spread the positivity. Um, just do what's right, and Lakers in four in every series they play in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and also, guys, Will's not, Will's not leaving the show forever. He's just not going to be on for a week because he's moving cross-country. He won't be physically here, which is sad. Yeah, but He won't yell at Isaac anymore. Oh, oh he'll still know. yell at Isaac. <laughs> it's just that we won't be able to hear it in our ears, which will be nice. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, to the people out there, um, everybody, I hope is staying safe. I hope everybody's... Um, having a good day at least um it's always i, I always want to have a good day um so i hope everybody has a good day uh i don't know about lakers and four rob but it is what it is gazer, gazer. <laughs> um as a wise man once said if you ain't first you're last see you guys next week <laughs> <laughs>